0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is your boy, Big Norm, and you are listening to the Everyday Norm Podcast. You are listening to the Everyday Norm Podcast, the podcast that talks about your everyday issues. No topic is off limits from fashion, sports, traveling, even anime. If it's a topic, we talk about it. And if it's hot, you know it's going on the grill. I'm your host, Big Norm. Thank you for tuning in and tell a friend about the Everyday Norm Podcast. Now, let's do this. What's up everyone, this is your boy, Big Norm, and welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Norm Podcast. Now, if this is your first time listening, I want to say thank you for taking time out. I really do appreciate all your listening support. If you are listening in the United States or abroad, I'd like to say thank you once again for everything that you've done. Happy New Year to all the Norm Sayers, Big Norm Nation. Now, please go to our YouTube channel, Big, um, I'm sorry, the Everyday Norm Podcast. Uh, Become a Norm Sayer, join Big Norm Nation. Tell me what you think about this episode and previous episodes of the podcast. If you have an idea, a suggestion, a comment about this episode or previous episode or a future episode, please hit me up at bignorm507 at gmail.com. That's bignorm507 at gmail.com. To all my gamers, please do not forget Big Norm TV that you can find on YouTube as well and Facebook But Facebook will be more like short skits and things like that. But to my gamers, Big Norm TV that you find on YouTube right now. But on today, we are going to be discussing um, World Wrestling Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, I have some definite information concerning um, World Wrestling Entertainment. Vince McMahon that you don't want to miss. If you haven't figured it out. If you haven't figured it out what's going on with Vince in the company if you haven't figured it out I have unlocked the secret I have the key as to what is going on in the company and why it is going on so to to all of my WWE fans out there and haters I have all the answers for you so just stay tuned I know it's going to be Um, a lot of questions we're going to unpack a lot this may not be a one part uh, podcast it may be two parts i don't know yet depends on how much i can get into but we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back so stay tuned it's the everyday norm podcast right here What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Big Norm, and I am here to tell you about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a platform that allows you to record, edit, and publish your podcast. It's quick, it's easy, and it's free. So if you need intro music, maybe some outro music, if you need to re-record a segment, no problem. Anchor helps you with all of that. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to other platforms like Stitcher, Radio Public, and Spotify. You can even get paid for your podcast with no minimum listenership. So, what are you waiting for? Why haven't you started your podcast? Go to Anchor. It's quick, it's easy, it's free. Download the app on iOS, Android, iPad, or go to anchor.fm and sign up. Anchor podcasting made easy. <laughs> All right, y'all. we are back. It is the Everyday Norm podcast with your host, Big Norm. Thank you very much. Appreciate all the love. Thank you for each and every one of you supporting us through this journey. 2022 is upon us and we had a wonderful year in 2021 as far as the podcast, both the Everyday Norm podcast and Speak Life. So please, if you're at your earliest listening convenience, check out my second podcast, Speak Life, also available on this platform. And it's also, which is I'm kind of jealous of, available on Apple Podcasts. This particular podcast is not for the time being, but I am working on it. So please check that out when you get a chance. Now, today, for all my wrestling fans, haven't done one of these in a while, but some of you aren't going to like me on this uh, particular episode because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to deliver some good news but bad news the good news is i finally figured wwe out i finally figured them out after all these years the bad news is i finally figured out wwe because many of you like myself have been complaining about the project about the product and it is definitely not what we feel it should be. And I had been racking my brain. Why is that? Why is that? And it finally, finally got to me. It's like this you have pro wrestling. And I, I, you know what? Before I even say that, I will remember a time and I should have caught it then. There, I remember a time when Vince McMahon years ago, he was interviewed and he said his, um, rival quote unquote Ted Turner had recently purchased WCW, world championship wrestling. And so Vince said he got a call from um, Ted and said, Hey Ted, what's going on? Ted responds. Well, Vince, I'm in the wrestling business. Vince's response was key. And if any of you all know what I'm talking about, any of y'all seen the episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Vince responded to Ted by saying, well, that's good, Ted. But I'm in the entertainment business. And I never, never made the connection until now, until recently. So, ladies and gentlemen, the WWE, as we know it, well, I'm sorry, pro wrestling, when it comes to WWE, is dead. It doesn't exist anymore wrestling pro wrestling when it comes to vince mcmahon and world wrestling entertainment is dead and gone ladies and gentlemen many of you aren't going to accept that and that's fine but i'm going to give you a few reasons i may not be able to i may not even be able to put all of these into one episode it may have to be a 2 part i do not know just yet i'll decide by the end of this uh, um, podcast um but it's gone it's gone So all of your frustration, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to break down why you've been frustrated and why you continue to be frustrated and why you will continue to be frustrated because Vince doesn't care about you. He does not care about the quote unquote WWE universe. And I know that's really hitting some of you hard and some of you are saying big norm, how can you say that? Well, let me explain. I'm going to give you a free, A few reasons why Vince McMahon and WWE wrestling, as we know it, when it comes to WWE, does not exist anymore, if at all. Okay, think about it. I want you to go back for all my hardcore wrestling fans, and I understand times have changed, things have changed, the climate of wrestling has changed, but some things should not change because you have New Japan Pro Wrestling, you have Impact Wrestling, you had Ring of Honor. Now we have AEW and I'm pretty sure I'm missing, um, someone impact wrestling TNA, whatever you want to call them. And you have the NWA, which is available on YouTube, NWA pro wrestling. And I want you to think about these and think about how their atmosphere and how the feel is as, and then you go to WWE. Okay. When it's, when it's about the, when it's AEW, when it's new Japan it's about the wrestler. It is about the, the, the quality of the matches, the quality of the rivalries and the prestige, prestige, and the meaning of the importance of the championships. When you go to WWE, I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong with WWE. Well, some of the things that's wrong with WWE. One of them is investors. Vince McMahon does not run WCW. And to many of you, uh, Newsflash, Nick Khan does not run, I'm sorry, WWE. Vince McMahon does not run WWE. Nick Khan does not run WWE. The investors run WWE, meaning Fox runs WWE. Um, The Saudi Prince runs WWE. Uh, USA runs WWE. What do I mean? Because when they are not happy, Vince bends to their will, remember? when they first started the Smackdown live thing and Kofi Kingston was world champion at the time and they wanted, what did what did Fox say? Well, we want Brock Lesnar on Fox on Smackdown. So what did Vince do? He paid Brock a boatload of money. Brock shows up challenges for the title and beats Kofi Kingston on Smackdown live in eight seconds. Six seconds, six to eight seconds. Whatever the investors want, when the investors are not happy, Vince does everything he can to please them. Even it is even, and especially when it's at the expense of each and every one of you, every one of you who watches pay-per-views, everyone who watch, go to his shows, house shows, Raw, SmackDown, anyone who's watching the show on TV, it's at your expense. It's at my expense. It's at our expense. Saudi Prince wants Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Guess what? The Saudi Prince gets Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Many wrestlers don't even want to go to uh, Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel uh, or Super Showdown because of the experience, because of the long flight, Not to mean, not to mention the political reasons. Uh, where some have, uh, said, no, they're not going. They didn't want to go. Some were even punished for it, but. Investors are one of the, um, things that is wrong with WWE. Second of all, ladies and gentlemen, championships, the meaning of championships is gone. Championships in WWE are pointless are pointless, I'm going to give you an example, some of you are going to really, really be upset with me. Championships are irrelevant. Roman Reigns can be universal champion for the next year, it doesn't even matter, because the, the championships only fit a storyline for entertainment purposes. WWE Raw and SmackDown are more like a soap opera, more like some kind of sitcom. Where the title is just used as a prop to carry the storyline, not because the t- not because the person is deserving of it, not because the person is going to make the title the title that much more valuable, not because they're going to do everything to make the make that title the most prestigious title, the most sought after title in the company. But no, it fits a storyline. And I said years ago when Brock Lesnar was world champion, universal champion, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Roman Reigns roman reigns are uh, breaking brock lesnar's rest that's not something to be proud of at least not for brock Lesnar. because out of that 503 or 504 day reign how many title f- defenses did he have as universal champion remember now i'll get to that in a second remember that you barely saw brock lesnar he'll show up every three or four months on raw as universal champion but you had two co- you had two other titles that would be in um, seen and defended on a regular basis, except the universe is the top singles belt on the show. Let me give you an example. Now, I pulled up some uh, things here with Shinsuke Nakamura, Shaka, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, I'm sorry. Shinsuke Nakamura, former NXT champion, two time NXT champion, former US champion, two time, former two, three intercontinental champion. So let me break down some things for you. His first title reign as NXT champion was 91 days. In 91 days, three months, ladies and gentlemen, he had one title defense. His second NXT championship reign was 56 days, just under three months, I mean two months, two title defenses. First run as United States champion, 156 days, six title defenses. Second US championship, two days, one defense. His first run is Intercontinental Champion with the white belt, 201 days, four title defenses. And this current Inter- Intercontinental Championship, he's about a little over hundred days now. And so far, maybe one, two title defenses. Now I remember when I came up, you had a 30-day rule if the champion didn't defend the title in 30 days. He would forfeit the belt. See, these things don't apply to WWE anymore. I'm not saying New Japan, uh, AEW, and all these other players. I'm talking about WWE, World Wrestling, and he's right. World Wrestling Entertainment. He stresses sports entertainment so much. I did not understand it until now. So you have the investors that are telling Vince McMahon what to do and what they want and when they're not happy and they want him to move heaven and earth. They say jump, he asks, how high you have no, you have, you have no more prestige or value or meaning into championships in WWE. Not to mention, it does not help that you have every single championship looking like the other one universal championship, looking like the world championship, women's championships look the same tag championships look the same. The only two belts with originality are the United States championship, the current belt which is flat out ugly to me in the current Inter-Con interbelt, which is actually pretty good. Nice looking championship. I will admit that very nice championship, but all they do is switch titles. Switch championships. Universal championship goes to raw. You just change the strap color. SmackDown, change the strap color. Champions going, to and that, 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 that didn't, I didn't understand it. Champions, going, being bounced from one show to another as the champion, not the challenger, the champions. So you had at one point in this recent draft, you had at one point, you had both Becky Lynch and Charlotte drafted to the same show. Now, please tell me what sense did that make? Not to mention that weird exchange segment um, on uh, SmackDown, I think the following Friday or what have you, whatever the case may be after the draft that didn't make any sense was well, that was a poor segment drawn up written up by whoever i don't care vince um who bruce Prichard. i don't even care that was ridiculous that was ridiculous you got two champions two ladies two female world champions on the same show why did you even make that draft to begin with it didn't make any sense whatsoever none whatsoever and then on top of that all the drafts did not go into effect until the big pay-per-view till after the big pay-per-view, which made no sense to me. Even, that's even an, And that's another issue, booking. Booking. You have people who do not get their fair share to shine because the same old people are always getting the same opportunities. Becky Lynch, once again, 26 seconds beating Bianca Belair. Are you serious? That's how you treat Bianca after all the hard work and she's put the all the hard work that she's put in. Charlotte, world champion. It's the same two people. The only difference is there's no Sasha Banks for the moment, and there's no uh Bailey, who's injured right now. Get well, Bailey. Can't wait to see you again. Hope you return real soon. And throwing the occasional Oscar. Oscar, what's up? Shout out to Oscar. Get well real soon. Um, so you have the booking, so let me get this straight. For the most part, you have Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky, um, Charlotte, and maybe I'll throw a Bianca. So you have Carmella, you have Zelina Vega, you have um, Dana Brooke, and all she wants is a championship, a championship opportunity. You have plenty of ladies before everything went down you had plenty of people that were willing and able or deserving to be the next raw or SmackDown women's champion, but never got their opportunity. Never got the opportunity, which leads me to my next point. Firings last year, WWE fired about total personnel, including directors and all that stuff, non-wrestlers, about 80 people, close to a hundred actually. With some of the most surprising names, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, just to name a few, um, you know, it's 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 re- really really uh, hit row, you know, booking. Like saying going back to booking, how do you draft "quote unquote" draft hit row to the main roster, and then less than a month later, they're all gone. They're all gone. Booking, when we talk about booking product, what in the world is NXT 2.0? What in the blue blazes is NXT 2.0? I don't know exactly who's behind that foolishness, but, and I'm not a Triple H fan, none by the least, not by the least, not in the least. But I can respect what he's done with that product and the hard work that he put in to make NXT a competitive brand, if you want to call it that, to Raw and SmackDown. But I've always said NXT will never do that because NXT is just a fancy word for developmental. You might as well call NXT 2.0. Vince might as well go back and call that OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling. It's a developmental show we all understand that now but for years nxt wanted to be seen vince wanted us to see nxt as a third brand to the wwe uh division uh umbrella and it wasn't because if you noticed over the years during drafts how many people from raw or smackdown get drafted to nxt but people from nxt were always called up being that it with a draft that just showed up on Raw and SmackDown. But when did you see an actual WWE guy, in uh I mean a raw guy or a SmackDown guy drafted to NXT? Sure, you have a few people come down and pay certain visits and this, that, and the third. But when have you seen it? I haven't seen it. If you if you have, please drop a comment, drop a line in the comment section. You know, hit me hit me up, let me know. bignorm 507 at gmail.com. But when have you seen it I, I I honestly haven't i honestly honestly have not you have Vince has let go of so many people, people that were on their way up people all they wanted is was, was an opportunity and as I'm talking, I might be able to get all this done in one episode if not um I'll probably do a part two episode, but we've talked about the um Investors, we've talked about the championships, we've talked about booking. We've the, the whole atmosphere of WWE is not wrestling. It hasn't been for a long time. It's not wrestling as we know it. You know, you had legitimate feuds and the actual championships meant something. Championships have now in WWE have no originality whatsoever, none whatsoever. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. I want for I'm 48 years old, so if you can go back this far, think go come back with me. Let's reminisce. Remember the American Wrestling Association, AWA, NWA, the old old WWF. Okay, those are major three. And of course, you had uh, Japan Pro Wrestling. But I want you to think about it. anybody who kept uh, picked, kept up with World Championship Wrestling that was based out of Atlanta uh with Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, Magnum TA, Dusty Rose, Row Warriors things like that even before when even before when Sting, even before Sting came along. You I'm going to rattle off a few championships just to give you an idea of how the the vibe that they gave off was different from each other. And it was so they were more original than anything else. You had your NWA World Tag Team Championships. Everybody remembers them. Rock and Roll Express, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Ivan Koloff, Nikita Koloff, um, Midnight Express, the list goes on. NWO, Doom, Steiner's, uh, Sting and Luger, the list goes on. You had the United States Champion Tag Team Championships, Midnight Express and so forth. You had the NWA Television Championship, one of the most popular sought-out belts, replica belts, to this day. Now, I, in all fairness, the national championship and the TV championship looked exactly like, one was gold, one was red, I'll give you that. You had your United States championship, which everyone understood, which is another thing. <clears throat> the cha- when I say championships don't mean anything. When I came up, if you were, for example, let's say world championship wrestling, you had your world title, and you had the United States championship. If you were United States champion at that time under WCW NWA, that made you automatically the number one contender for the World Championship because you had the second most prestigious title in the in the company. But now you can have a US champion, an intercontinental champion nowhere near in the title picture, but they are the champion, but they're feuding with someone who wants their championship, which is nothing new. But they're, autom- they're not automatically put into the world title, universal title picture. But back in the day, that meant something. Having that U.S. championship meant something. Even back, maybe back in the day, years and years ago, even having the Intercontinental Championship meant something. That meant you were next in line. You were the number one contender. You were the one person that the world champion would always have to worry about. Whoever holds that belt is my number, is the number one contender to my championship. But now you can be the United States champion. You can be the Intercontinental champion and nowhere sniff Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns. You know, it's, it's, it's so much stuff, ladies and gentlemen. It's so much stuff that is wrong with WWE. Another thing which is one of my personal feelings is oversaturation. Um, with the Raw, with the SmackDown, with the NXT, you're constantly getting flooded with wrestling. Wrestling now is almost with all the different um companies, it's almost five days a week, six, maybe even seven days a week. But you have an oversaturation of a product that is not good. And for years you're looking at and you're looking at um champions and who gets to be champion now. Um, Roman Reigns is back from his brief stint of after contracting COVID so we're glad that um, Roman is back and one of the biggest issues I have is Vince's reliance on part timers that is one of the biggest problems that I see that Vince McMahon has that WWE has when you bring back people like Old Bird when you bring back people like edge when you bring back people like if you all have saw raw i mean smackdown people like not trish but lita into the royal rumble the bella twins into the royal rumble people uh, uh, Michelle, michelle michelle uh whatever michelle michelle whatever her name is uh uh and a few other people that are not wrestling and you know they're going and you know why they did it because you let go so many people you didn't have enough people to fill out the royal rumble for the ladies so you bring back all these old heads and who can, can fit who can who can forget the number 1 old head that Vince once relied on the number 1 part time guy Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar You guessed it Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar You saw what happened at day one Big E gets cheated, Lashley gets cheated, Seth gets cheated, KO gets cheated, all because Vince wanted to put all his eggs in the Brock Lesnar basket. And I've said this, every time an old-timer comes up, he's taking the spot of someone, a young up-and-coming guy who's looking for the same opportunities that they had. I have nothing against Edge. I have nothing against Edge whatsoever. I have nothing against Goldberg. But why are you putting these people in championship matches against guys who we know they're going to put over? Did anyone really think that Goldberg was going to beat Drew McIntyre? Seriously. Did anyone think that? But yet and still, Vince thought it was a good idea, which leads me to one of the biggest problems this Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is probably the single most biggest problem with WWE because he is so out of touch with what wrestling is today. But then again, like I said, it's entertainment. It's entertainment. Like I said, when I go back to the when I go back to the booking, I want you to think about something. He picks and chooses, and Vince will get sour on you very, very fast if he don't feel that you have what it takes, or he's lost trust in you. He will put you, slap you down to the mid card if he don't fire you in a heart heartbeat. And people are like oh he shouldn't be world champion he shouldn't be world champion remember when jenna mahal became world champion was a six-month world champion up until that point jenna mahal was a mid carter remember three or three nw three the three l three lb we're a three-man band whatever the group that was and he was a he was a headliner then he was a main event then for six months for six months lose the belt he'd go back to mid card I have nothing against some of these guys. Randy Orton doesn't need another championship. He's his 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 uh legacy is solid. It's a minute. He's definitely Hall of Fame bound. Randy Orton doesn't need another championship. Why does Brock Lesnar need a championship? So you gave you took that championship away from Big E, away from KO, away from Seth Rollins, and away from Lashley. Just so you can please Brock Lesnar, because he couldn't wrestle Roman Reigns. Which means, once again, Roman Reigns, somewhere down the line, will face Brock Lesnar. And if they follow what could happen, Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar go into WrestleMania with with championships, winner takes all title for title. Which leads to, once again, a unification, which leads to another problem with WWE the brands. You have so many people, so many people on the roster. you had to split the brands up, but you're thinking about unifying both titles to where one champion bounces between both shows. It makes no sense to me. The brand split was the dumbest thing, was one of the dumbest things I've seen. One of the dumb. and remember, the, what was it the wild card rule? It didn't, it didn't make any sense. So entertainment is what WWE, it's not wrestling. It's not wrestling it is not it is not when we it's not what we're used to seeing with rick flair and the world championship where he made that championship what it is today he made the big gold belt it just oozed of prestige now these belts are just merely props to fit into a storyline it's not the same ladies and gentlemen it's not the same I'm a big Roman Reigns fan, but I'll be the first one to tell you, Roman Reigns got opportunities that people are still waiting for. It took 11 years for Kofi Kingston to win his first championship. Roman Reigns is already a three-time world champion and a two-time universal champion, if I'm correct. Lashley, 17 years in the business five or six-month championship run after 17 years. Seth Rollins is a two-time champion already. Dean Ambrose, one-time champion. All these people won championships before Bobby Lashley got his first 17 years in the business and the number of years he put in under Vince McMahon. Kofi Kingston, six months, and the way Kofi Kingston lost his belt was so disrespectful. But once again, you have people to answer to, And the company or the product you say is yours is not yours based on how you uh, put it out there. That's what happens. So we're going to wait and see. Day one is over with. We're coming up on the Royal Rumble. And then I'll probably have one other pay-per-view before that fast lane. And then the uh, then WrestleMania. Now, before we get out of here, i'm going to make predictions i'm going to make predictions, and you know what let me pause that real quick i'm going to give you a predict- i got something on the end of this segment so stay tuned i'll be right back uh this is the first time i'm actually taking a break this part of the uh, show so uh we'll be right back it is the everyday knowing podcast stay tuned hold on All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is the Everyday Norm podcast here. Now, part two real quick. I want to add this segment in as well because I want people to be prepared. Now, last year, Vince let off a lot of people citing budget cuts. And then um, later, some of these, quote unquote, budget cuts turned out to be not true. Um, Some of them were personal grudges or personal reasons. Allegedly, some people were hard to work with. This, that, and the third. Uh, just that and the third, you know, and you know, so the name, like I said, Brock Les. I mean, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Keith Lee. Um, the you know, the list goes on and on. It's just, it's just crazy. Uh, and I'm glad that some uh, just now, just recently, um, Samoa Joe was let go again by WWE. So it's 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 really, really, really crazy but I'm going to give you a prediction. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my prediction I have right now. I have 11, 11. These are my predictions within the next six months by June of this year, by June 30th of this year, 2022, these 11 people will no longer be with the company. So you're going to hear it first right here on the everyday Knowing podcast. You're going to hear it first. In no particular order, these are the 11 people who I think Vince will let go because of budget cuts in 2022. First one I got is Finn Balor. Finn Balor will be cut. Look how he's being used, or should I say look how he's not being used? Apollo Crews. Lord have mercy. That gimmick that Apollo is using now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's just that. That's the building block. That's the stepping stone to your way out to your pink slip. Number three, I got Shelton Benjamin. Number four, I have Cedric Alexander. He's not using the hurt business anymore, even though he should. No reason in the world why he broke up the hurt business. No reason, no legitimate reason whatsoever. No legitimate reason whatsoever. I'm looking at factions. Look how long the new day has been going. Even with two people, look how long the shield ran before their first breakup. Look how long Evolution went. Look how long some of these other factions have gone, but Hurt Business could barely get six months. Robert Rude, Mr. Glorious himself, one half of the Dirty Dogs. T-Bar, if he hasn't been released already. Elias. Ricochet, the current 24-7 champion, which makes no sense to me, Dana Brooke. Alexa Bliss, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, Alexa Bliss, it is being reported that she had suffered from, maybe she's had a couple of concussions. Vince is not going to be too quick to put her back in the ring with concussions. That's one of the reasons, along with the neck injury, um, why he sidelined Daniel Bryan for so long, okay? And... My last one, which may not be a surprise, but given the climate and everything that's been surra- going on surrounding this, my last person that I predict by the June of this year will be gone, whether by their choice or the company's, will be Charlotte Flair. So once again, my predictions for the cut list, who makes Vince McMahon's The List, Finn Balor, Apollo Cruz, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, Robert Roode, T-Bar, Elias, Ricochet, Dana Brooke, Alexa Bliss, and Charlotte Flair. Those are my predictions for the WWE Cut List in 2022. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it enjoyed it I hope it was informative tell me what you think about this episode please hit me up big norm 507 at gmail.com big norm 507 at gmail.com tell me what you think about this episode and previous episodes of the podcast please check out my gaming channel big norm tv please check out my second podcast speak life where we want to enlighten motivate and lift up empower the individual that is my goal on speak life but ladies and gentlemen this has been the everyday norm podcast i am your host big norm i love you all with the love of jesus and i will leave you with these words let's look upward and not downward let's go forward and not backwards always lend a helping hand in jesus name and Amen. God bless you. And I will see you when I see you.